0: RadioInfluence.com Welcome to America's most positive podcast The Jim Fannin Show Be it life, business, sports Or any other facet of your life that you want to improve Jim can help you become your best Most authentic self Now, here is your host The coach of champions, Jim Fannin Hello everybody Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show I'm Jim Fannin What an awesome day Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. This is about commitment. This show today is about self discipline. It's a willingness and commitment to stay with a task or routines to reach very measurable, well defined goals that lead you to a vision or a dream. A vision. Something in the future where you see yourself in finished state, completed, in real time, in your mind, it's done. You know, we all have dreams. We all have things we want. And some of our dreams we've had for decades. There's a few of us that have a dream, and they've really fleshed it out. They've turned it into reality in their own mind. And they've broken that dream down into bite-sized parts. Every dream is broken into goals, measurable, well-defined, with a deadline or a timeline. And each goal is broken into tasks, things to do, routines, the commitment and the willingness to stay with the task or group of tasks to reach very well-defined goals that leads to to a vision. How's your self-discipline? It's first in the SCORE system, a thought management system that we've been using since 1974 with thousands of people. But let's talk about you right now in your life. I want you to select one area of your life, one life arena. Most prospective clients that come to me, they come because of their Primary arena. This is the arena they spend an inordinate amount of time, energy, and sometimes money. It occupies a lot of space in their brain. Of the two or 3,000 thoughts a person have, has every day, it is this primary arena that gets the majority of the thoughts. It doesn't mean it's the most important arena, not more important than your spirituality, it's not more important than your faith, it's not more important than your family. But whatever arena it is, it needs to wake you up in the morning and tuck you in bed at night. Framing your day with what you want is part of being self-disciplined. We all say we will commit to losing weight. We all say we'll commit to saving more money out of our paycheck. We all have said we will commit to some dream or some vision. But commitment, that's a daily deal. It's an everyday thing, commitment, the willingness with free will to make that commitment. So right now, I want you to choose a life arena. Could be your relationship, especially if that's something that you believe can go to another level. Maybe it needs to be repaired. Maybe that one plus one, you and your significant other, maybe you need to be more together than apart. And if this is the arena that you want to use right now, so be it. This is your life. It might be your personal financial arena. That's the change in your pocket, the equity in your home. It's your money. It's your net worth. What do you want? What's the dream? What is the vision in that arena? But for most of us, you're selecting a business, your job, your vocation or your career. It's one year from now, one year. What have you accomplished in this arena, your primary arena? And you must see it completed, finished. If it is losing weight, then see yourself thin. If it is in your career, see more market share. If you're a small business owner, see the processes. Clicking on all cylinders, making each and every client, prospect, customer love your service or love your product and become evangelists, talking about it, mentioning it, showcasing all of the positive attributes on social media. But you must see it in completed state as if it's so. This sounds easy. This is not easy. Every client that has walked into my home, into my office, every client that I've met initially, they weren't sure. They weren't sure exactly what they wanted. Baseball players, we've got baseball season soon coming up. What do you want? Well, many have said, I want to make the major leagues. But a major league. Player doesn't think that. I want to be a starter. But a starter doesn't think that. I want to be an all-star. But a perennial all-star doesn't think that. I want to be in the Hall of Fame. And I've only had a few people look me in the eye when we first started and said, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. It's easy to say, and for some, it might be easy to even envision and see it and feel it in completed state. But it's the repetition, the consistency, committing every day, which takes sacrifice, well, that's what leads someone to greatness. Is that you? Are you willing to sacrifice? The more lofty the vision or dream, the more sacrifice that may take. What are you sacrificing? Thoughts, time, energy, sometimes even money. Sacrificing thoughts that could be shared in other aspects of your life. And of course, we want simplicity. Of course, we want balance. And of course, we want to be a champion in every arena of our lives. But today, I want you to focus on your primary arena. See it as if it's so. Take it one year from now, five years from now, six months from now, next quarter. That's up to you. But you must see yourself in finished state. And now I want you to think about it. I want you to picture it. And when this is accomplished, how do you feel? How do you react? How do you act? How do you wake up? How do you adjust during the day? How do you walk through your day once you have completed every task, every goal that has led you to this vision? How do you feel? What is it? This is where you take your imagination and create in your mind what you want. And how does this work? We know that there's two times in a 24-hour cycle that has a lot of impact Direct impact on programming the subconscious mind. Your conscious mind, in the last 30 minutes before sleep, it can have any thought at once. You have free will. Any thought you want. But when that thought is consistent and it tucks you in bed every night, oh, you can vary it a little bit, but the overarching feeling is the accomplishment of that vision. You must see it. Feel it using all the senses. We know that every thought you have when you wake up today and by the time you go to sleep at night, every single thought you have is being recorded by your subconscious. And then it places whatever it is that you thought, every feeling or sensation you had regarding that thought, it's placed in a retention area in the left side of your brain. Every thought... Well, that's so you can have easy access uh, to your memory. That, that way you can find out where your car keys are. But when you go to sleep at night, that recording by your subconscious, it's downloaded. No different than downloading something on your computer. There is a data dump, and it stores it permanently. It's replayed. Everything you think, everything you feel is replayed at night when you go into a deep, rapid eye movement, REM state. It's replayed one time. Occasionally twice, but most of the time it's replayed once. And it's stored for access later. If it was a glass of water, it's in there 20 years from now. You may have to have psychotherapy and some deep deep visualization in a hypnotic trance to conjure up that glass of water you had. Every single thought you have is recorded and replayed one time at night with two exceptions. In the last 30 minutes before sleep, every thought, every feeling, every sensation that you have, it's also recorded. But when you go into a deep sleep It's replayed 15 to 20 times each time. I have sat in a chair in a hotel room in some city that had a major league baseball team with a player that I'm coaching, and he is prepared to go to sleep, and we're doing guided visualization about the essence of his craft, also the vision that wakes him up and puts him in bed at night. And when he drifts off to sleep, I get up and I leave the room, go to my own room. This nightly visualization eventually becomes a habit. And over time, every night that you see what you want, it's replayed 15 to 20 times. So if you're a golfer and you make an eight-foot putt and you hear it go into the cup, And it's within the last 30 minutes of sleep, well, you're going to make that 8-foot putt 15 to 20 times. What if you have 10 putts? Well, multiply 10 times 15 to 20. That's a lot of putts. On the flip side, if you go to bed thinking it's something negative, well, now you know why you don't get a good night's sleep. You've replayed whatever it is 15 to 20 times. When you wake up in the morning, don't just go to the bathroom. Just wake up. Have some transition from a REM state into a fully awake state. But also picture the vision that tucked you in the night before. Eight hours earlier. Seven hours earlier. Wake up and see what you want. Now what happens if you do this seven to ten days in a row? That's all it takes. That's going to change and embed a habit once your subconscious mind sees what you want and it's consistent it will do everything possible to manifest it into its physical equivalent unfortunately even if it's bad for you so you need to think about what you think about and be careful what you think about so here's our only exercise for the day you choose the arena Make it your primary arena, something that's very important. See whatever you want with the timeline that you've chosen. See it as if it's so. See it as it will be. In all technicolor, in your mind's eye. Take possession of it. Hold it. Think about it. Play the movie in your mind. And then go to sleep. When you wake up, you're going to do this tonight. And when you wake up tomorrow morning, you'll see the same movie. You may see it through your own eyes. You may see it from above like you're looking down on a movie set. But I want you to see it and feel it. Now, our next show is one week from this moment, our next episode. For one week, can your vision of your primary arena wake you up and tuck you in bed at night? And when that happens... Now your subconscious, which controls all bodily function, controls your six senses, intuition, telepathy, etc. It will do everything to manifest itself into its physical equivalent. Self-discipline, the willingness, the commitment to stay with a task or a group of tasks to reach well-defined goals that lead to a vision. Of course, this vision that you're going to choose, you're going to pick no more than five goals that will act as stepping stones as you clear them from your calendar after you've achieved them. Well, that vision is right behind it. And these goals, they need to be broken into bite-sized tasks, little units of work. Are you self-disciplined? One week, this vision, primary arena, wakes you up in the morning, tucks you in bed at night. Make it as real as you possibly can. And why does this work? It's because your subconscious mind does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. That's why when you have a nightmare, you wake up and you're sweating profusely, your hair's on end, your eyes have dilated. Oh my gosh, you you look around the room and there's no one there. You look under the bed. What a dream. Whatever you had on the screen of space in your mind, possibly the movie you watched during the last 30 minutes before you drifted into a deep sleep, your subconscious didn't know fantasy from reality, so it reacted to it as if it's so. It activated your body in response, with sweating, heart rate going up, breathing, labored, eyes dilated, and then you woke up, and there was nothing there. No challenges, nothing. It was all in your mind. The best in the world program themselves for success, and that's really the key, but it requires self-discipline. You can use this technique to Change a habit. I had a client that came to me, somewhat well known client. He had, I guess you'd call it a a potty mouth. Uh, He uh, swore, used the F word openly all the time. He didn't care who it was in front of. He embarrassed himself, he embarrassed his family, he embarrassed a lot of people. That's just how he talked. And he came to me with lots of dreams that he wanted, but one of them, i got to clean up my speech. i got to clean up my language. So how did he do that? Because he did that. He stopped swearing. He stopped using bad language, definitely in public. That's because he went to sleep at night, seeing himself speaking perfectly, publicly. He didn't see himself not swearing, he just saw how he would be, and he saw it as if it was so. He stopped judging himself, blaming himself, he was very aware, and if he slipped, he shut his eyes, cleared his mind, and saw that vision of perfect communication and speech, free from bad language. It took him about 10 days, and his swearing subsided. Oh, he caught himself every now and then. Three steps forward, five steps forward, one step back. The awareness of his misstep, he corrected it immediately. So this technique of framing your day in the period where you go to sleep, and that time period when you just wake up. He used those two times to not only change a poor habit, but he also used it to triple sales in his company, big company, well-known company. He committed. He had the willingness. He had the commitment to stay with tasks, to reach well-defined goals that lead to a vision. So right now, you have the arena. You have a vision in your mind of what you want. And you must see it as if it's so as it will be. This wakes you up. This tucks you in bed. This wakes you up. This tucks you in bed. Sounds easy, doesn't it? It's not. This type of repetition is not easy, but it is doable and Zoniacs do this, you're a Zoniac, let's do it. Let's give it a shot. Let's take a deep dive of reprogramming yourself to be your genuine, authentic best self. So tonight, get alone as you're drifting off into a REM state, Do not have your television on, some music, fine, make it peaceful, and then start the movie in your mind. Almost all of our thoughts are in some type of reality show movie, but you're the director, you're the writer, the choreographer, this is your movie. There's no rules here. This technique has helped someone have a bestseller on the New York Times bestseller list. Every night, 30 minutes before sleep, he would get into a hot tub of water, little soap suds, and he would play a movie of the next chapter of the book. He would wake up and do a real quick flash through of the movie that tucked him in bed at night. And then he would uh, go through his morning routines, breakfast, some meditation, did some yoga, and then he went to the computer screen. And it was as if some magic force moved his fingers on the keyboard and he started writing the movie he envisioned the night before and just a few hours earlier when he woke up. That's how he knocked out a bestseller. All in his mind. You can do this. Make it simple. Make it vibrant. Make it real. You control your thoughts and you have the ability to program yourself for success. Hey, Zoniacs, are you physically fit? Well, if you're like me, you take your physical fitness pretty serious. So you may be getting eight hours of sleep, going to the gym, eating well-balanced meals, but now it's time to be rewarded. Our sponsor, Health IQ, they're going to save you up to 41% on life insurance premiums. That's because physically active people like us, significantly, we have lower risk for heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. And these savings, up to 41%, are exclusive to Health IQ. You won't find them anywhere else. This company... They're going to take you through the whole process of applying, and the policy is underwritten by one of their top insurance partners. So to see if you qualify, go to HealthIQ.com forward slash Fannin, take the proprietary Health IQ quiz, and depending on your score as well as other uh, related qualifying factors, you'll save up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. HealthIQ.com slash Fannin, H-E-A-L-T-H-I-Q.com slash F-A-N-N-I-N. HealthIQ.com forward slash Fannin. You'll save a lot of money. We know a lot of people that have used their imagination to program themselves to be unsuccessful, even to fail the self-sabotaging thought process most of us have gone through that in some point in our lives. If you're feeling ill, you're feeling sick, or maybe, maybe you have an injury and you, you want to have super healing, well, if you're constantly going to bed thinking about how much pain you're in, and if you go to bed feeling sorry for yourself, and if you go to sleep as a victim of this condition you're in, this circumstance that you have, complaining, bitching, moaning, Thinking as a victim, maybe even a judge, that's not going to activate your body to super healing. How do you recover from a surgery? I know I had my left shoulder completely replaced. Replacement surgery. I'm a lefty. I played pro tennis. Big serve. And fast forward decades later. It's in need of serious repair. Caused me a lot of anguish, a lot of pain. The surgery happens, but the healing process begins right then. I need to be well, using my arm, throwing, serving, putting a a carry-on bag in an overhead compartment, which I had not been able to do for years. But I started seeing it, seeing it functioning functioning at the highest level. That woke me up in the morning. That tucked me in bed at night. So you can use these same techniques to activate super healing. But you can also use it to activate the dream machine, your dream machine. That's what this episode is about It's plugging in, activating, committing to the dream machine, and it takes the first letter in the word score and the first part of the score success system itself. Self-discipline, the willingness, the commitment to stay with a task to reach well-defined goals that lead to a vision. Seven days, wake up in the morning, go to sleep at night. Wake up in the morning, go to sleep at night. Now, as a little aid, a little help, I might write that vision on my mirror in my bathroom, (laughs) make it short, make it simple. That way when I'm brushing my teeth, I see it, and I now know I need to play that movie in my mind as I drift off to sleep. Because after seven to ten days... My subconscious mind, it not just believes, it doesn't just expect, it knows this is who I am. And then the accolades, the rewards, the money, the cash, the market share, the Major League All Star team, they follow. You must be it in your mind long before it happens. And you must act as if it's so. And this visualization process during these crucial times in a 24 hour cycle, that is the champion's pathway. Did Pat Mahomes have a process like this? He was in the zone. Fourth quarter comeback, Super Bowl, seven minutes to go, down 10 points. He had that belief, that expectancy. He's seen this before. He knew what he could do, and it's contagious. It is contagious. You heard his teammates say, we believed, we expected, we knew we could come back. Congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations, MVP Pat Mahomes. You were self-disciplined. The NBA champion. The NBA champion, that team is probably already there right now. You may think it's the Lakers. You may think it's the Clippers. You may think, well, you won't think it's the Knicks. You did think it was maybe Philadelphia, but you're having some doubts right now. But that team is made up of a collection of visions Each members of each team go to sleep in that crucial 30-minute window, and they wake up. And they have free will to think any thought. Do they go to sleep, one of them, as a victim because they don't get enough minutes? Do they wake up being a judge because no one's running a play for me? What's up with that? I got to scrounge and scavenge for my points, my rebounds? A great team goes to bed with shared vision, a couple that lives, loves, cares about each other over a long period of time. They go to bed with shared vision, and that wakes them up in the morning. Use these techniques to right the ship, flip the script, to make a change. Everything is possible, but you've got to get it right In your own mind, self-discipline, the willingness, the commitment to stay with the task to reach well-defined, measurable goals that that lead to a vision. I'm 11 years old on a park bench, Central Park, Ashland, Kentucky. I love Ashland, Kentucky. Shout out to my homies in Ashland, Eastern Kentucky. I've told this before, but it was impactful. It made a difference in my life. I'm reading a magazine, World Tennis, about two young Italian tennis players. They'd written a diary, and there's a monthly diary talking about their travels around Europe. Two young players about my age in a magazine with pictures and their words about their travels. My mentor, my mentor, Professor R.W. Ross. He had two sons that were Tuskegee Airmen. How about that? That's impressive. Professor stood behind me. He peered over my shoulder, saw that I was reading this magazine, engrossed in two young Italian boys traveling the European junior tennis circuit, and Professor said, why don't you go there, play tennis with them? I, I looked at him and go, how do you do that? He said, shut your, shut your eyes, unhinge your jaw, take a few deep breaths, see them on the other side of the net, and now hit a few tennis balls with them, but make sure you can hear the ball being struck solid with topspin, both sides. Play tennis with them. Trade forehands cross-court. See it. Feel it. As if it's so. I want you to travel with them. I've never been on an airplane. Well, I think it's about time, don't you think, Jimmy? How do I do that? Can you picture an airplane? Yes. Shut your eyes. Can you see it? Yes. Can you see stairs going up? To get on that airplane, yes, walk up the stairs right now, one, two, as he counted the stairs for me, three, four, five, guiding my visualization, 11 years old, in a public park, Central Park, I'm going onto an airplane in my mind. And already on there and already seated are those two Italian junior tennis players. It was real in my mind. And now travel the world with them. Play tennis with them. You got to see it, Jimmy, before you can actually do it. You got to be it in your mind before you can be it for real. Now, I'm not going to tell you I thought about those Italian boys every night that summer but I thought about him a lot. The vision of me hitting tennis balls with them tucked me in bed at night, most nights that summer. And when I woke up, I woke up many times, walking onto an airplane, traveling through Europe, playing tennis on the slow red clay. I had red clay all over my shoes. I had red clay on my pocket where I put the ball in my pocket while I was serving My pocket had red clay all over it. It was so real in my mind. Every morning, every night, every morning, every night. I'm 11 years old. My first conscious introduction into how this works. And then fast forward. 14 years later, I traveled the world with Adriano Panada, Paolo Bertolucci, The same two kids that were in the magazine, by coincidence, a series of events happened to catapult me onto the world tennis stage, coaching the best in the world. And I had tennis balls with them and I traveled the world with them. Dreams do come true, but don't make them wishes. Wishes don't come true, wishes don't have teeth. If you've got something you want in your life, get disciplined with it. Use your free will. Use your imagination. And commit to whatever it takes that will lead to well-defined goals that takes you to that vision, that point in time in the future. Everything is possible. Let's get busy tonight. Let's get busy tomorrow morning. And I want some feedback. Send me some feedback. Ask Jim, A S K J I M, at jimfannon.com. A S K J I M at com. Give me some feedback. Visualization. Commit to your dreams. Commit to your dreams. Now, what else do you need in your life? Concentration, optimism, relaxation, enjoyment, now that you're at the Zone Cafe, this show's about self-discipline, but you're going to need daily focus. You're going to need to keep working on your optimism, filling that bank account full of optimism, no withdrawals, only deposits, and you got to be relaxed and comfortable No stress, no anxiousness, no worry. And you got to love what you do and you got to do what you love. What's the missing link? For most of us, it is self discipline. That's why it's first in the score chain. Be in the zone, everybody. It's the only place to be. I'll talk to you next week. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. Hey gang, Jerry P. Tuck here, co-host of A Place for My Head. Each week, Brandon Thompson and I are going to be talking about the importance of mental health. We're going to be talking everything from stress, anxiety, different mental illnesses, different chronic illnesses, and frankly, the rigors of everyday life and how we all struggle to get through it. We're not medical professionals, but... We are looking to start that conversation that needs to be had about the stigma around mental illness and how it affects us every single day. We'll talk to experts, but at the end of the day, A Place for My Head is all about real people with real stories about real life. Check out A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and myself, Jerry P. Tuck, each week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.